To die, to sleep, to sleep perchance to dream, aye, there's the rub. Hi there and welcome to my sixth podcast and um, it's about sleep or not to sleep. So I started uh, off with a quote from Shakespeare, something that always comes into my mind when I'm lying in bed, not able to sleep. I've always been a very light sleeper, even as a child. The youngest of five, I was first into bed, last to sleep. I used to creep downstairs behind my mother and father's couch while they were watching television. By the time I got to bed, it would be about 11 o'clock. I'd probably sleep about five or six hours and then get up and be wide awake for the whole day. Um, we were all a bit like night owls in my house, um, especially my dad. Um, so I think that carried on into uh, teenage years and adulthood. Um, I find now um, with Parkinson's it's all more pronounced and I think a lot of people find the sleep deprivation the hardest to take. Um, you go to bed and you're absolutely exhausted, you fall asleep immediately and then wake up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed two or three o'clock in the morning, try to get back to sleep, it doesn't work. Um, this obviously can affect the rest of your day. The sleep process is there to rejuvenate the cells and the body. So if you're not getting enough sleep, it can and, can and does affect your well-being. There's several ways to deal with it. Um, meditation, um, strategies, you know, some people take medication, some people take, you know, uh, natural remedies. Um, I don't take any of them, only because I've tried several things and it, they don't work. I do try meditation, um, breathing techniques and lying there and just, you know, trying to dream, trying to think of things, you know, that I'm going to do in the day. Um, sometimes it helps me get back to uh, sleep and other times, no, I have to get up. But I do try to sort of wait until at least half five, six o'clock <laughs> before I disturb everybody. Um, as I've said before, I was 25 years uh, cabin crew and I was long haul cabin crew. So, you know, you'd probably get on a long haul flight of 16 hours, you'd probably get three or four hours in the bunks. Um, these are uh, either underneath the uh, the cabins are above the cabins and you'd have a nice bed and a little sort of box to lie in and the whole conversation um, as cabin crew was um, have a nice sleep you hope you sleep I hope I sleep oh my god I hope I sleep and when you came back from your break did you sleep did you sleep many hours did you sleep oh you know and uh, so that was a uh, obsessive we were all obsessed by it and of course, every time I went to the bunks, I couldn't sleep and I'd be on my stressed and I think, how am I going to get back to the cabin and, you know, speak to people and, you know, do my job? I'd be absolutely exhausted, you know, during a night flight. And this took years and years and, you know, several times you'd be in um, the bunks and there'd be somebody beside you going, oh, and then they'd wake up and have a beautiful sleep and you'd go, oh, for God's sake, shut up, you know, you'd be really ratty. But... So I had to think of a strategy uh, to cope with that. And what I basically started doing was not saying I was going to go to sleep, just saying that I was going for a rest. So I had to change my mindset and um, easier said than done, obviously. So I'd go to the bunks and I'd lie there and I'd maybe put some music on. And I'd think of a, 
made plans for when I got home from the trip or made plans for when I got to my destination, some lovely country. Um, I wouldn't assume, I'd assume I wouldn't sleep. And oftentimes I did, I got about an hour or, you know, an hour and a half. But what it was, what I did sort of achieve was um, I was rested going back to my uh, work. So I do try to sort of uh, take that tack now. And when I'm going to bed, I just think I'm going to have a rest and I'm going to have a break away from everybody. Um, this is obviously no good to anybody who has to get up early in the morning and do a very uh, sort of important job. Um, I, at the moment, I'm not working, so I have the luxury of, uh, you know, having a rest during the day. But I don't because I'm kind of hyper. <laughs> um, I don't sit down uh, during the day. I, I, the first time I sit down probably is seven o'clock at night. Um and I think that comes with Parkinson's as well, not being able to sort of sit until you drop, you know. Um, so I suppose my advice, if you want to take it, is uh, like everything about Parkinson's, it's just rethinking, uh, resetting the mind, um, rejigging how you approach sleep. Uh, there's plenty of uh, meditation tapes out there. There's plenty of people who do a routine of, you know, a bath and... Uh, essential oils and or read a book or you know I actually don't have the patience or the um, you know tenacity uh, for that um, my mind can't concentrate for that long um, there are times where I am so exhausted though um, that uh, I want to sleep and then sometimes you're overtired you know and that's really annoying um but the upshot is i think we're all the same you know most people find it hard to sleep and find it hard to rest but you still have that fatigue sort of syndrome um i mean if anybody has any any suggestions please do uh contact me uh i'd love to hear from anybody um if you have any questions or um ideas or just statements you know um we're all in this together as i've said before and um, I'll continue to do these podcasts um, if anybody still wants to listen. <laughs> Thank you again. Bye.